You're listening to the Big Stick Energy Podcast, where three friends are talking about their favorite Philadelphia sports teams, the Philadelphia Phillies and the Philadelphia Flyers. Welcome all to the Big Stick Energy Podcast. I am your host, Jim. I'm a Philadelphia Phillies fan. Joining me, as always, are my, well, recently always, my two co-hosts, Eric Rayer and Joey Neary. Eric is a... Joe. Joe Neary. <laughs> Either works. <laughs> I've called you Joey my entire life. I know. That's why I, I only <laughs> my old friends really call me Joe. Joey anymore. anymore. Um... Anyway, Eric is a Philadelphia Flyers fan. Yes, I am. And Joey is a Philadelphia Phillies fan, aspiring to be a Flyers fan. I would love to learn more. So am I. All right. I'd love to learn more. Eric, you got a high bar to uh, achieve here. Don't uh, you worry, because starting tonight, I have shit to talk about. Wow, that was a musical A little pitchy, but, you know. Yeah, that was great. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my bad, my bad. It's probably Eric's best rendition of anything. It was like a a mix of Cher and... Ja Rule. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so it was 50% good. But um, Anyway, I appreciate it. Speaking of, in our background, we have a hockey game on, which is crazy to think that we are nine episodes. Yep, humble brag. And it's not a high school game. <laughs> I wouldn't be having Might a high well. school game on. But Might yeah. as well be a high school game. It's we have the Philadelphia Flyers rookie game on, which signifies the start of training camp, which begins Friday. Uh, the rookies have been on the ice the last week or so. But besides, before we get into any of that... How have y'all been this past week? It's been a been a crazy week. It's uh, pre- pretty good, uh, aside from the uh, Phillies up and down nature. That I mean, is that's nothing been, new. That, that's that's nothing new. How's uh, uh, how doing? Was, pretty good. Not good. Football can't started. Uh, j- yeah, football started. Uh, good for us. Good for you guys. You. Good yeah. for Eagles fans. Yeah. Uh, I just finished up a round of golf today. That oh, was pretty cool. How'd you hit? We had to bring I, that up. We we didn't we didn't count <laughs> on me. <laughs> My dad and uh, his friend kind of took right. me to school, but it was all right. Give me this. It was did a belated the, did, Father's Day. How present. often? Oh, that's nice. Happy late Father's Day, Mister Coleman. But uh, we're a little late. But um, <laughs> give me this. What? Did the ball at least hit the green? Oh yeah, no. Of, I, I had some. Did you hit eighteen? Eighteen. All I had right. some pretty solid hits mixed in with some absolutely terrible hits. That's so. golf. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all you you go, you go for like three good hits and then if the it's those three hits that make you. Come I had back. I yeah. had two holes like where gambling. I had two yeah, holes actually. where <laughs> if I played like that, I probably would have had the chance to beat one of my one of my. Uh, co-players out there today, but it was just not You great. had a good time at least, it, right? We had a great time. Golf yeah, it was it was 100 degrees feeling like out there. No sun, no yeah. protection from the sun. Yeah, great time. You, you, I can tell. Always we had a you're, good a bit, time. you're a bit tomato-y today. Always That's but protection, Jim. The thing, the thing is about <laughs> golf. Thanks, Joe. What about? Yes, Joe. We are not, a, we are not, a, we don't have any condom sponsoring us, but always use protection. It's just, just a good idea, you know. Yeah. Always um, looking for sponsorships, though. Always looking, though. So, any condoms uh, out there, you know. <laughs> anyway. We're a sports t- the, podcast. The, the, thing, the, thing, the thing about golf that I've picked up on from the couple times I've been there is 
or I've, you've gone to the golf. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me take that back a step. Uh, the few times that I've played golf, okay, it's the only sport you could be absolute ass cheeks at and still have a good time. Absolute yeah. ass cheeks. That was fun. Yeah, it's pretty great. Time. Um, I think the last time I golfed, I hit a whopping 200. Wow. <laughs> but uh, That's a good bowling score. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for making me feel a lot better. Hey, you should feel good about that. No, 200 I, I, I think I had a good hit. There was the one. I think I hit one into a tree. I don't know. You start. Into a tree. <laughs> yeah. Like, if we were target practice, I would have got an A+. Plus. But um, <laughs> it's like hole one through six I did all right. And then once the beers start pouring back, you know. By the, by the by hole number fifteen, you start thinking, "Well, I think you're supposed to hit the tree." Yeah, yeah. and then it turns out the tree's a guy. And <laughs> <laughs> I did almost hit someone today, so <laughs> that was fun. Uh, anyway, that was me. What did you guys do this week? Anything cool? Uh, well, we spoke last week, but our Gears of War five came out, uh, yeah. so I've been playing that all week. I got it. So I I picked up. I know you talked about it. There's that Xbox Game Pass, which is like a Netflix for Xbox. I yeah. picked that up because I didn't have any Xbox Live Gold, and apparently there's a deal going on. So I picked that up. It's a good deal, honestly. I mean, it's $14 a month, I think, once this deal kicks out. And I'm getting that game. So basically it's like included with the gold and everything. I'm probably saving a lot of money. But you get you get a lot of other interesting games. I wish the sports games were included. I wish, yeah. you, I wish you got but it. they're all owned by EA. And they so like you have to money. get EA access. Yeah, they have the like money. Yeah, I think I had that once, and then I realized that this is not worth it because you still have to buy the games. You just get the game three days early, and then they're like, Is that oh. all it is? Yeah, you get like a trial, and then they're like, all right, buy the game. And you only get a certain amount of like time. Like I think you get like 72 hours total. So if you're like a whole weekend, if you're just doing nothing, then but you get those games before everybody else does, and you also <laughs> get it for like fifty dollars. So that's, that's uh, so there's a discount at least. But, yeah, but you're also you paying pay like for seventy bucks. <laughs> yeah, you're paying seventy dollars for the membership, so it's not a worth year. It. Yeah, uh, it's not worth unless it. you're like a huge EA fan. No, which I, who buy, is? I buy NH, <laughs> yeah, I buy NHL, and then I'll, I'll just get that from GameStop. I traded in. I'm playing the Harry Potter original games. Yeah, yeah. well, the old EA, okay, but <laughs> they need to drop those on the the Xbox Game Pass thing. But anyway, that's what I've been doing. I've been playing, busting through the campaign, played a little bit of, uh, speaking of which, it's sports-related, kind of. We're a sports podcast. No, well, sports-related. I'm just reminding our listeners. Hey, man, you know, uh, what's it called? Gaming sport, what is it? Oh. Esports. Esports. Yeah. Esports. It's a sport. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it is. It's you know, we, we got to give, we got to give the listeners a little Eight. bit of a background of what we enjoy. But, um, I think starting the 15th, so that's what, next, is that Monday or Tuesday? That's no, Sunday, right? I don't fucking know. <laughs> All right. What? Well, anyway, you get Dave Batista as a playable skin. Oh, I know, dude. I'm, you have to already have Sarah Connor and what is it? The T. I've never you seen get, you Terminator. Sarah Connor, Will Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor, the Terminator, and then you also get the like 15th, two Halo characters. The fifteenth is a Saturday. Wait, the fifteenth you get? No, you have them already. I, have I do. Them. Yeah, you get a Reach characters. You get two Reach characters. What? Yeah, it's hilarious. Everyone's Reach characters. Are you them. kidding me? Yeah, that's freaking awesome. It's it's good though. It's it's a fun game. I I think I'm enjoying it so far. It's been it's been a nice calming week of Gears of War. I know Jim's not a big fan, but is it is it what what day is it? The sixteenth or the fifteenth? The fifteenth. It is a Sunday. So Sunday we get to play as Dave Batista in Gears of War. Sunday, Sunday. But Jim, you have years. to you got to get the game so you can get Dave Batista. And now it's free if you have Game Pass. So. I'll end up just playing. Might as well just play this. Who's yeah. Dave? 
Batista. Oh, yeah, you gotta play as Dave. I'm like, gotta play as Dave Batista. Who the fuck are you buying it off? Power bomb some of these girls. You know what I mean? Can you power bomb? Can you imagine? You can probably emote. You can probably emote power bomb. Just grab a locust, just power bomb him, and he explodes. That'd be so. And he's probably just like. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but that's been my week. How about you, Joe? Anything? Uh, watch the Eagles win. Me and Eric watched oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was great. Big win. That On was fun. On Sunday, they had us, our heart race in the first half, but they picked it up. Uh, um, yeah, exciting game. Happy the football season's back. We got Yeah, feels good for them. We're going to have a three. We're gonna all three of us are what? gonna get together Sunday. We're gonna have a threesome. No, just, uh, uh, all right, excuse you guys, me. You guys are in. All right. Well, now it's down to a onesome. But uh, all, all three of us are gonna watch the game on Sunday. It's gonna be fun. But yeah, just excited for football season to be back. We don't talk about it as much on here, but we are all three of us are huge football fans. Yes, we are. So it's uh, sports are back, man. You got. It's all coming together. My sport's been here, but yeah, well, but Jim, the playoffs, man. <laughs> we got the the baseball playoffs, hockey playoffs. starting, basketball starting, football. This is the best time soccer of the year. playoffs if you care. <laughs> no one does except me. Yeah, like <laughs> six people who care. Good yeah, but uh, but the thing is, is that for like a month or two, we're gonna have every sport on at the same time, yeah. and it's gonna be insane. It's you're gonna beautiful. have sports all day. If you're a junkie, you're gonna be. Two. But what? I still only watch two of them. But I'm gonna make you watch this one. You're gonna get. This oh one. yeah. I well, I mean, you're probably gonna watch it more because we're gonna be talking about it more, and yeah. you'll be more inclined to watch it. You'll have a reason at least. Will I'll watch I? it. Will you. I? Have you sold me on it yet? I want to get into it, man. <laughs> do. do you like Canadians? Do you? Do you I'm half li- Canadian. Do you like cold? Do you like? Yes. I do like the cold and Canada. Uh, speaking of which. All right, let's get back. But Joey wanted to be Canadian. I am Canadian. I'm half Canadian. I don't think you can oh, okay. choose to be Canadian. It's not like something you. It's 2019, up. Eric. Okay. Yeah. I can be whatever I want. <laughs> All right. From this day on, I will only be known as a Canadian. Damn it! I'm from Uzbekistan. <laughs> Can't tell me otherwise. Uzbekistan. Is that a? That's real a real country. Eric. I'm from. Uh, no way. Yeah, it is. Uzbekistan. Look it up. So is Chad. <laughs> I do know Chad, <laughs> which is worse. No, Uzbeka, Uzpen, oh Uzbekistan. Yeah, it's a real country. It's not Canadian though. I know. <laughs> you, you made it sound like it was Canadian. Uzbekistan, the Canadian. Yes, Uzbekistan isn't. Okay. I forgot you were geography, geographically. Geography. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna try to step in yeah. there, but I don't yeah. know the answer to that. <laughs> anyway, um, I gotta I gotta bring up that scoreboard because it's been on my mind. You, we've, I've t- I brought this up multiple times, but they finally sh- uh, released a video, and I sent it to you of the scoreboard in use. That thing is fucking ridiculous, right? Yeah, it looks a it, little Joe? much. It looks uh, like a little you bit. showed me it, yeah. Did you see it? The video they played where they showed it expanding and like the Sixers on it and <laughs> like stuff. The no. expanding board was pretty cool. I didn't like the flying arm. Yeah, I, I will say the flying what? arm is jarring because there's like a ring around the top of it and it comes down and up. I guess when they it, score, it'll probably like do it like goes up and, and down. Stuff. But it's like to me, it's distracting. You also need to you got to figure out too. You got to see how it's used in a game first because because they're probably going to use the preseason as a test to figure out what to do with it because I think during the game it's going to be too or it's just going to fall isn't it bigger than the whole like ice no but it's like takes up probably from like the red line or the the blue line to the blue line in the middle of the ice it probably takes up the entire that would get at least half the players (laughs) depending on where they are I guess you catch them all rushing up the ice and your fucking your entire team's down (laughs) shit 
How about we go a couple Wii to and play some Mario Kart? That's what I'm thinking. Like, that, <laughs> all right, hold on. I the uh, the thing. Not a sponsor. No, no. I mean, uh, Barrio Kart. Uh, nah. Barrio. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a terrible thing. That sounds like a really bad like. The Barrio. I just made that up. I said something that rhymes with Mario. <laughs> Not a sponsor of Barrios. Dude, isn't Barrio like a pizza thing? No, Barrio is like a place. Oh, that's Sabaro. No, it's like, isn't it like a, um, like a housing or something like that? Uh, no. All right, hold on. I'm showing, I'm showing Joe the the scoreboard real quick. <clears throat> wow, that's yeah, that's unnecessary, but it is cool. <laughs> I feel like by like the middle of the season, you're probably gonna be like, all right, I grew on me. I love the arm thing when it's going go. And it's going up and down, up and down, yeah. and then someone has a, like an a, epileptic seizure in the middle of the game because they're like trying to look up and down, up and down at the play, and they're like Gritty's dancing on the board with the thing freaking out. <laughs> it's and a lot of things going on at once. Yeah, it's too much <laughs> for my head. Someone actually, I think I saw like a tweet when it was released. It was like that arm made my head hurt, and I was like, well, every single old person is about to die of a heart attack because they're gonna have trouble looking up and down at the stadium oh, and or at the play and the scoreboard, but. I think it's cool. And also, I don't know, it's good for kids. Like, kids are going to find it fun. It's going to be, it's, that's mainly why they did it. They didn't do it for us. They did it for, like, younger people to make it more interesting, make it more fun and lively in the stadium. If you're there, you're probably there for the game. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really think I would even give a shit about it. I'm going to give a shit during, like, when they score, because they're probably going to do all these cool, like, graphics on the screen and stuff, and it's probably, it'll look cool. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to make me not want to go to a hockey game. Yeah, you know what? The scoreboard, the scoreboards that, revoked my Flyers fandom. I'm out. Yeah, it. bring it back to the bring the it Philadelphia scoreboards. Bring it back to when it was digital and it was just like a clock. <laughs> it didn't even have like the image of the video of the game playing. Just it play just, it just had a clock just... and like a really grainy Flyers logo on it, and it was just like go Flyers. <laughs> like, you know what? Sometimes that simplicity really does it. No, I do like the simplicity. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, good save. They, that uh, Carter, that's not Carter Hart, right? Nah, he's, this, not he's uh, one of the one of the rookie goalies who's actually, um, I think he's touted to, but not like, Carter Hart's the best prospect. I think I've been I, hearing about him for years on yeah, the radio. Yeah, but he's that guy in Nets. I think also, I think his name's Felix Sandstrom. He, I think we drafted him. I don't remember if we dra- no, we signed him. Uh, he, uh, he's he's really good too. But I mean, you got Carter Hart, but he could also come in and be a good backup, like an That's AB good. type goalie thing. What about, like, uh, don't we have um, what's his name? We got Moose Brian Elliott. Right, yeah, Elliott. Yeah, yeah. He's like thirty four. So oh, is he really? Yeah, but he's a good. Yeah. He'll be a good backup. But um. I'm just excited that hockey's back, baby. Like that's this is this is go time for me. You guys are gonna I'm glad get so you have much content. To talk about. All right. Well, you know what? I feel bad being very upbeat and happy about my sport. No, be happy. We're we gonna, like happy. Let's stuff. get the sad part out of the way and. Get I wouldn't jump. consider it sad. It's let's, just stagnant, really. Is what I'm all right, let's get it's the more, stagnant yeah. feeling out of the way, and let's jump into so, some Phillies talk. I'll go into a weekly recap real quick. <laughs> Last you heard from us, uh, we were in the middle of the uh, Cincinnati Red series. Uh, Which went downhill real quick. Yeah, won the first two games there, obviously. Um, But after those two games, the one we were watching when we were recording our last episode, um, the Phillies lost that game after kind of making a little bit of a comeback there. Lost that game. I believe it was eight to five. I'm not sure. Talking about the Wednesday game. Yeah. Yeah, eight to five. The game's on right now. Hold on. Um, 
Yeah, they lost that game right. eight to five uh, last Wednesday. That's right. There's a game yeah. on right now, but I put the Flyers on because yeah. we've had enough Phillies. Or this, or this uh, we've never had there. enough Phillies. They're hanging on to a thread, man. That's the thing. Maybe if we don't watch them, they'll win. So it's, I don't know. They'll win and then they'll lose and then they'll win and lose. That's what they do. Yeah. Jose Jose Alvarez gave that game up in the later innings for the uh, for, to the Reds. It was not ideal. Um, Real Muto had a, had his twenty first home run. Jay Bruce had a home run in that game, and uh, so did uh, Logan Morrison. That was cool. Slow mo. Yeah, slow mo. Uh, however, that that game wasn't great. The following game, eh, you know, maybe we take three of the four game series. <laughs> That's what you thought, but it didn't happen. So the Phillies lose that game four to three. Um, I can't get the stats to load. Real Vargas quick. on the bump gave up two runs and five and uh, five and a third. Oh, another Six good out. Strikeouts. Yeah. Him. You can't expect That's him great. to go very deep into games, unfortunately. No. And especially with Kapler, who's pulling people out. If they have a hangnail, he's not going to be going too deep into games here. Hey, <clears> hangnails <throat> hurt. Okay. I guess actually for a pitcher, a hangnail would guy. be a problem. That's like a real one. <laughs> I could be, right now, I could just be one of those those hockey enthusiasts who goes, you know, I've seen a guy take a puck in the balls and play through the entire <laughs> game, and a hangnail is for pussies. And oh. I'm just like, but... I was just. I'm not, condo- I'm not condoning hangnails. Wait, I mean, I'm not. Con- <laughs> I'm not condoning Gabe taking people out. I'm just. Hangnails are not a sponsor. Definitely not. <laughs> we're, not a, we're still not a sponsor of Hurricane Dorian. We just wanted to make sure that everyone knew. <laughs> that was a pretty funny comment last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, that wasn't a great way to win or lose. That's a, well, not a great way to lose. Our buddy there's JT. Never a great way to lose, there's never Jim. a great way to lose. Uh, JT Real had two hits, two for five there, one RBI. Price Harper one for four. Reese Hoskins one for five, an RBI, and a double. That's cool. I like when Reese hits. Um, Scotty King had a hit and one run. That's about all the hitting that was done. And Dickerson went 0 for that game. Yeah. Oh, well, he, he can't be great all the time. True. Oh. <laughs> Very true. Just we got that guy to be great. You know, it, it's okay. We can't we can't expect perfection. Oh, no, I'm just pointing out because it's an oddity because usually he's hitting all over the place. Yeah. And then, At least uh, recently. Yeah. Then our famous bullpen came in. and uh, Actually, the bullpen did very well, uh, except for Jared Hughes. And uh, our buddy Nick Vincent, Jerry who I don't know, I don't know why he's on the team. Nick Vincent has come in two or was in two games and lost. Ended up losing them both. <laughs> that after that, that oh. was cool. Pavetta, Pavetta, I can't. I cringe anytime I see him warming up. I'm like, oh yeah. god, this guy's still here. He's okay. Yeah. Not really. What uh? Pavetta. Here? Oh god, what did I do? Oh. <laughs> Okay. Then the Phillies went to uh, New York, of all places, <laughs> hoping that uh, hoping to turn around and right the ship a little well, bit. This is where it gets fun. First game, they well, actually, the Mets series was actually pretty good. As I know. Well. I, it was the first game where they had some <laughs> struggle, right? Yeah, they. Uh, yeah. The Phillies did fight in this game, only to uh, surrender a run in the last inning, to uh, as a walk off. I believe. Pitching. 
It was. Uh, Who was pitching? That was um, Zach Eflin. Oh, Zach. That was a Zach Eflin game. Well, what, he uh, he actually pitched very did well. He let, did he let up the run, or was it a reliever? No. So Eflin started the game. He had five innings pitched, only two earned runs, six strikeouts, which is good. He he's not oh, really yeah. a strikeout guy. Um, Jared Hughes pitched a scoreless inning. Ranger Suarez pitched a scoreless scoreless inning, two strikeouts. Then uh, Blake Parker comes in. Oh, uh, let's guy. up. That guy's a two oh, runs. My God, I watching him pitch. He he lofts eighty five mile an hour right down the middle. Yeah. Last night I was like <clears throat> every time he threw it, but he was doing well somehow. Then uh, Hector Neris comes in. <laughs> Actually, Neris scoreless when he was in, but he I think he loaded the bases and. Uh, Kapler decided he wouldn't let him pitch through it. Brings in Mike Morin to uh, give up a run. Everyone know Mike Morin closed out the inning, and then Morin went to the next inning where, where he proceeded to let up a run. That's not great. And Nick Vincent came in to pitch and walked in the uh, winning run. And where uh, I believe it was Pete Alonso proceeded to strip and... <laughs> Take everybody else's jersey off just by like ripping them. That was fun to watch. Interesting. I actually didn't see that. What do you mean? He ripped everyone's he, jerseys off? What? He like he he walked in the run and like I in usual walk off fashion got very excited and yeah. began ripping his shirt off and tried to rip everybody else's shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> The polar bear at its finest. I actually like Pete Alonso. He's pretty cool. I like him too. He's yeah. got some. He's gonna be a pain though in this. He is. He's gonna be a fucking Philly killer. He's gonna hit bombs all the time. Oh yeah. Um, Isn't it? Doesn't it suck though when you like a guy on a divisional rival team? He's a rookie. Like, but he's like, but he's really you actually like respect and you're interested in his oh, game. Yeah. But it just sucks that you're just like fuck. I mean, I, if they're I, just as long as they're not being like hot dogs and you yeah. know poking fun at the other team, I don't have any problem. No, I know, but doesn't it suck when like you like the guy, but you're also just like, damn it, like stop. Nah, stop I he's guy. a nice guy. I, 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 I don't give a shit. He's not a nice guy. Fuck him. No, <laughs> so I'm, I'm just kidding. No, I'm, I'm just saying. You know, like he's got to go out there and hit baseballs. That's what no, he does. No, I know. It's just I'm like it's a shame. Mad. It's always a shame where I'm just like, ah, I really like when a guy succeeds, but fuck you for being oh. on another team. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Uh, he he's he's as good as they get. I yeah, mean, he's, he's going to get better. He donated, yeah. <laughs> he donated his home run uh, derby winnings, even though he's oh, only yeah. making like two dollars. Um, <laughs> yeah, Phillies come out the next night and give it to them Mets, the five nothing shutout of them New York Mets. Drew Smiley. He's oh, back. Oh yeah, that was a gem. He's back. Let me tell you, he was—he he had some he, soul searching he, to do. Was he here long enough to leave? Uh, <laughs> he Talking was gone. Cliff Lee 2.0 over here. Jim. <laughs> he was—he was here, and then he left, and now he's back. Um, seven strong innings, shutout baseball, and we beat Marcus Stroman of all people, the Mets' big midseason acquisition. Put up four runs against him. I was not expecting them to win that game. Um, Actually, the Phillies only had 23% chance of winning that game. <laughs> Can you really expect them to win any game that isn't NOLA? No. Well, they haven't been winning NOLA's games. So can you expect them to win any game? No. <laughs> Every game that they win it's is a, a surprise. surprise. Which is actually not a bad thing. <laughs> It's like um, Christmas every day. Yeah. Or, you know, he only went seven innings, though. Bullpen shut him down. 
they had a four run fourth inning that always helps um real muto he's been he's been really putting that ball into yeah, play he's lately. really picked it up at the end of the year and that's great to see because you need that, it at the end of the year well not it's good for him too because it's going to be pay paycheck time true coming so and especially, you know, a catcher, you think maybe he's going to run out of gas being on his legs. And somebody like him who plays a lot of games for a catcher. He'll he'll hang in there. It's good to Buster see Posey, Buster Posey still catches. And he's been in the league for how long? Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, he's probably caught, like, what do you think, like 120 at least games at this point? Yeah, I mean. On his legs for nine in, on his I think knees it's for nine more, innings, honestly. You know? I think I, I feel like I never see injury nap in there, thank well, God. How many games left? No. So, yeah, I've probably seen, I've seen him. In, he's been in there, like, later in games when it hasn't mattered and he's – some, yeah, it, it's like limit the limit the chances for there to be a fuck up when you're already hopefully up enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that that's that's a normal thing. They'll it's usually just, pull the catcher, but like he's been such an offensive it, piece yeah. for us, it's kind of hard to take him out of that you line. Yeah, you don't want to pull him when he's when he's one. Maybe like you're on the line, and I'm just saying yeah. it's it's very impressive. As at least in my opinion, I'm very impressed that he's still yeah. going strong and even doing better. I mean, he's year. having his best season. Yeah, and which, he was already the best catcher in baseball. Yeah, you know. So it's like. We're getting JT Real Muto in his prime, and not only that, we're like in a better stadium for him to hit too. So it's like right. we're getting him at his best peak time, and that's always great to hear. Don't you wish he was a pitcher? He's got a cannon, dude. He could be a pitcher. Like right. he's got an absolute cannon. I love watching him throw people out. It's, it's literally no, every it's time. It's fun to no. watch him because, like, if the hit, if the batters are swinging, he's getting bat hit in the back of the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> like he's in the. He's like on top of the base when he's like about to throw. Dude, like anytime he catches that ball before it gets anywhere near. Anytime I've seen near. someone try to just run on him, like it's literally like he's already gauging. Like, all right, I gotta put my, I gotta basically have the ball ready. I gotta throw, and the guy, but even before he's touching the base, the ball's there already. Like it's not even like he, he's up and ready to throw before before the, the ball, ball even reaches him, which the, is nuts. before the ball gets into the across the plate. Like usually, catcher, you catch it and. Worry about the runner. JT Realmuto worries about that runner before the batter, which is awesome to see because yeah. that just saves so many run opportunities for uh, the Phillies. He has like thirty. It was thirty-six or thirty-seven throwouts this year. I don't know, but it's league leading and it's like close to one of the best seasons of all time for throwing guys out. Um, Flyers scored everyone. It's the rookie that matters. It's one nothing. All right, this Stanley Cup. These half these guys aren't even gonna play, but we're winning. That's or that's it. We're, that's awesome. That's it. We're out. See you later. Fuck you all. Bye bye NHL. Cool. Um, so after that five nothing win against the Mets, we went and beat them. Beat them the next game too. A game ten to seven. Gene Segura went two for four. Dickerson went one for five, two RBIs. Did he hit a home run? Dickerson did not hit a home run, but uh, Adam Hazley hit a home run. Scott Kingery hit a home run. Love all the home runs lately. They're really starting to hit the ball pretty hard. Uh, Reese Hoskins went two for five. Two doubles. Bringing them slugging percentages up. Kingery with two RBIs. Adam Hazley with one RBI from his home run. Um, Phil Gosselin got in the game. Always good to see the homegrown, homegrown man, Phil Gosselin. I'm a fan of Gosselin. He was good when he came up earlier. I don't know why he's. In, I don't know why he doesn't have uh, Rodriguez's job. 
Yeah, well, he plays infield too, right? Doesn't yeah, Gosselin well, play like Gosselin third? plays everywhere, so does Sean Rodriguez, but Gosselin is younger and better. And could all. potentially, you know, be with yeah. the team in the future. He, he slumped a little bit, and that's why I think Rodriguez got the job, but Rodriguez... Uh, Never just, was good, so... No. He's hitting above 200. I would like to voice my opinion on Sean Rodriguez and say fuck him. It's not that he, it's not even just the boo like the boo comment. No, I know. I'm just, it's, I'm he's just, just not a good player, and yeah, we he doesn't need have good a positive players. quality for him. Really going I for him. I get he's like I don't, I don't even know why. He, I'm sure he's a great clubhouse guy, but uh, again, the again, the we, clubhouse guy. Everybody can be a good clubhouse we've talk, guy. We've talked. We've talked about produce. this. I like. Yes, you need guys who might be terrible, but can do but we have a lot of terrible guys who are good clubhouse guys we can we don't need more like yeah. you need you need you need people who can actually like do shit on the field which we have but like you hear excuses for like Andrew Knapp like oh he's a great clubhouse guy yeah but when he catches the ball he doesn't like, get rid of it for another five minutes or it's just, okay he just can't hit really yeah the Ivy Gruyon's up here now so we're okay then you think the Phillies are getting back on track Nice two, nice winning series from the Mets, but alas, we come we come back home and face the Atlanta Braves. God, I, I feel hate like this. we haven't faced the Braves in a while. We haven't played the Braves since uh, before the All Star break. Okay, I so. think yeah. Um, but we need this series. If <clears throat> like obviously these are games to, that we need to win, and the Phillies just. Didn't show up. Aaron Knowles won the bump, and uh, not great. Um, I messed that up. What are you trying? There we go. Jim uses. Jim's trying to use an Android right now, and I have never used an Android. He's an iPhone man. It's just an app, bro. <laughs> you can get bro. it on your iPhone. Anyway, <laughs> Philly's got clobbered. Basically, uh, Aaron Nola only went. Well, he went six innings, but let up four runs. A lot of walks. Not great for our ace that's supposed to be winning us games. Um, then Nick Pavetta comes in and lets up another three-run jack. Classic. It's, it's of course, it's always going to happen. Um, Noel's ERA up to 3.7, which he was before September started. He was, like, down on the three fours and... We thought he'd recovered. He's back on track, but uh, could it possibly be the fact that they're relying on him so much that is probably affecting them? No, he usually yeah. pitches well in a big game. He goes situation. out every five. So what you're saying like is no one sucks. It, he's basically the no, Phillies are basically just asking him to do his job, go out there every five starts, and. But isn't it isn't it a, isn't isn't it somehow different though? It is in the way that like they're only giving they're giving him five days or the four day rest or whatever, and he's playing. But <clears throat> they're like voiding basically the days off. So like when there's days off, he like it's just like he's just going through the rotation, which is not something that pitchers like, which is like normal. So so he's not getting anything like crazy workload. Like, he's not coming out there on two days rest. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't like sure that. what you are talking about. Yeah, like, no. Like, if there's a buy, if there's a day off, like, he's and he's scheduled to pitch, like, and after that five games, he's going to pitch that day after that. Yeah, but he's the ace, and he should yeah. be able to handle that, <clears throat> in my opinion. And he's young. He's got a good arm. Uh, he should be able to do that. And 
he has been getting it done lately, Ooh. and it's very frustrating because Chalk. we really need him to be that stopper in that rotation because you really don't know what you're getting out of this rotation. Yeah, so unfortunately um, the rest of the four guys, it could be like, anything. You can't bank on Drew Smiley throwing a shutout every yeah, game. Yeah. I mean, uh, you can't bank on Zach Eflin. I mean, I think he's kind of back to where yeah, he was in the beginning well of the season. Lately. But you can't bank on anybody really in this Velasquez, rotation. Velasquez no, gave up four runs. Vargas, if he game. doesn't hit his spots, is yeah. just a, a mess. <clears throat> I mean, he throws like 90, 80 miles an hour. Yeah, that's what um, I'm saying. If 90, he, 80? If, if it floats over the middle, that thing is a bomb. He throws 90, mm-hmm. 80? Yeah, he no. Um, <laughs> he throws like 80, he pitches 85. Like he pitches like he's 90. Um, yeah, true. It's just you can't rely on anybody else in this rotation except for Noel, and Noel is right now the guy that we can't rely on, which is frustrating. And you know what? It puts a lot of pressure on him because it does. Yeah, he's the ace of the staff, but you know he's not going to be perfect every time he's out there, and he's yeah. still going through a little scuffle right now. But it's really highlighted because he's the only good pitcher we have on this team. But we're coming yeah. off a year where he pitched, or well, he had an ERA below three. Mm-hmm. So we kind of expect that, especially going into these next couple of years, because this is like the prime of your pitching career. I mean, obviously, as of lately, a lot of pitchers are getting better into their 30s, but like Aaron Nola was good last year, and he was a Cy Young competitor. Right. Like he's doing the opposite this year. Like he's regressed a lot, and he was able to pitch in these situations last year. Obviously, he had a big or a big letdown September last year, and. It might be because he's tired by now, which is not great considering yeah, that's a problem. he's our ace and we need him to come out there every five days and give us his best stuff. And if he doesn't have his best stuff, how do you expect to win? Like, I mean, it's, if we need him in a big game right now, I don't think I trust him right now. Well, I mean, you got to. I do. I trust him. You got to, but unless he gets out of this funk, and it happened last year, so it seems to be like a regular thing where he – can't keep going late into the season, which kind of backs up Kapler's pitch pitch count thing. Well, that was <laughs> no. Yeah. Everybody else did it. You know, I know. That was remember the it's old days, man. People, Cliff Lee, Halliday, and I know they're great pitchers, but they would go like nine innings at least once a month. These pitchers, yeah. You know? And he's a, he's got he's got these guys coming out in the third. He's got these guys coming out in the third fourth inning. Yeah, half the time. So that's just the way. That's honestly, the Phillies actually have one of the higher uh, uh, innings pitched as far as their uh, starters in major leagues. So that's surprising to me. It is. Um, a lot of guys are coming out of the game earlier and relying on the bullpen a lot more just because of this. Well, especially for this team, when the bullpen, first of all, the bullpen is, you know, riddled with injuries. The original bullpen that was supposed to be pitching this year. And now they have these, you know, these jokers in here like Hughes and Parker. Like, really? You're going to. Hey, man, those are quality arms. (laughs) Okay, if you say so. I mean, it wasn't quality last night. We got them at bargain price. Actually, it was quality last night, but I don't know what the hell was going on. Considering we're paying them all like $3. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but still, why are you taking out somebody? Yeah, okay, say Velasquez gave up like three runs in the first inning but then he pitches two two scoreless innings and then Kapler takes him out like why I don't understand why just like if it's me you know let him go like four let him go five or six and if he starts giving up a couple hits I get it you know but really the third inning he's got like 60 pitches you're gonna take him out like Kapler walks a very thin line like if he leaves the guy in and he does good that's he doesn't get like he doesn't hear anything about that 
if he leaves the guy in and he gives up a bunch of rounds, why didn't he take him out earlier, you know? And then vice versa, if the guy's doing terrible, uh, why didn't he take him out earlier or stuff like that? It, I to, to me, I feel like Kapler can do no right in these situations. Personally, I just think he overmanages. I think he does yeah. too much a lot. And, I, you know... I mean, I'm not saying being a baseball manager is an easy job. Obviously, I'm not trying to say that. But a lot of the time, like, why do you need to do all these random double switches? Why do you need to take the pitcher out, who's a pinch run for another pitcher who's on second base? Why do you need to do that? Like, just leave it alone. You know, stupid moves like that or taking Velasquez out or taking Eflin out early, it just gets under my skin. It's like when I see him standing up and walking out, I'm like, oh, my God, stop. You're doing too much right now. For me, at least. Yeah. I, and I, I'm also not a huge fan of the new baseball, uh, the analytics stuff. It, it, sometimes I think it's too much, so he gets under my skin because of that. Under my skin. It's a personal thing, but... <laughs> it's personal? Hey, you know? I hate yeah. Kapler. It's personal. Well, any, you know, Jim knows. Any single time, you know, I text you, like, at least two or three times a week, I'll, I'll just be like, I, I hate Kapler. That's all I say, because <laughs> he'll do something dumb any, that I don't And then he won't hear from you for another day, and it'll just the next time you text back, it'll be, I fucking hate Kapler. Yeah, well, I just say, I hate Kapler, and then he responds, lol. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and then that's the end of your exchange until the next yep. time you go. And then until the next game I watch, and I'm just like, I hate Kapler. It's like, lol. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean... Yeah, uh, there's there's reasons to dislike Gabe Kapler, but then there's also reasons to. I don't think he's as bad as people make him out to be, but I also there's I, I see the problem is is like Philadelphia fans can be a little can go a little overboard, but at the same time, when have you ever heard a fan truly defend Kapler like like to a point where like they've acknowledged like he's flawed, he's not as bad as people make him out to be. But when has someone outright said like I think he's a good manager? I have never heard someone say that. I've never heard. I've somebody. I've heard somebody be a contrarian on the radio who tries to be a contrarian and does that. You know, just to get a rise. And, and, out of people, I, I've but. never. But I like. I've never heard like you heard the contract. You've heard like. I even heard people defend Dave Haxtall. Like I think he's like Kapler-ish, but I I heard people say at least like, no, he has good qualities, and he did have the some thing- good qualities. Kapler, I've never heard someone just be outright like I I have faith of us winning something with well, Kapler. If remember, the thing, the thi- I feel like the thing with baseball managers is that you see them making decisions almost every night for 162 days. Right. I think that's with every coach. I understand that, but whereas like football, hockey, basketball, you're not playing games back to back. You got like some ga- gaps between the. I know that. You're not seeing it every night. I know that, but still, you hear other <clears throat> man- baseball managers being praised, even if they make a fuck up mistake. You well, still yeah, but you're. You- I, all right. Have you ever been and listening to the. L.A. radio stations or anything? Have you been listening to the New York radio stations at all? Yeah, remember, I did live in... I, did, I know you do, I did, but did, yeah. did, did, were they just, like, raving about their coaches? No, you hear people say, I have faith in him. We, I've never heard, even, like, fans, I've never heard someone people say, like... People love Charlie, man. Yeah, like, people... I'm not saying that they didn't. Uh, there was also people that hated Charlie. Yes, but you had the... My dad had, being one but, but you had the 50%, or not even 50%, but you had the other percentage saying, I have faith in this coach. You don't, I, I never have heard that about Kapler. So... What I can't. I think. What I think. I'm not. I'm not trying to defend him because no, he I has know, made just, some mistakes. I know, but I just. But 
to me, I feel like he's under a microscope because well, he is. of the way the Phillies went about hiring him, why they hired him. They were expecting big changes, and they really didn't get I much. I mean, it's not entirely his and fault. It's but, not his fault because, but he, really, he can only do so much as deal with what's on the team. Yes, he makes bad choices sometimes, yeah, and that's. but a lot of managers make well, bad yeah, choices. But I just never hear people ever. He just ever, makes dumb I, it, ones, I don't think it's in my be, opinion. To me, it's because... He got off on the wrong start, and everyone immediately decided when he, he took has, Nola out in the, yeah. in the season opener. Yeah, last to year. me, I think uh, yeah. I think that just set him up for failure. Everyone now has a scapegoat in him for the last two years. The only um, way, I guess, the only way you could realistically start to win some people is over is make the playoffs. But I don't think they. I personally, looking at it now, I don't think they can. He's I, not. He's not doing anything different than what most managers are doing like no. if you look at the stats he's actually very moderate in what he's doing as far as all the changes he's making a lot of teams do this and it's not uh, he just has a lot of bad luck he just I ha- think. he has a lot of bad luck and the players aren't that great the bench is absolutely but terrible you can't do anything with the bench but i think he's the, the he can't do anything with the relievers he but can't do anything with the starters you know that, right? he is the scapegoat no he's going to be the scapegoat in the season be. when they don't make the playoffs he's out that's what's going to they're going to they're going to drop him i don't blame the, him for for the the team being bad yeah. I, I blame him for his bonehead moves but his yes. bonehead moves will put them in situations that have gotten them to oh yeah and i get mad at how, him for how many how many how many times has he made a move that he's been praised for i don't yeah but you don't really hear any of that you don't ever hear, oh, he made exactly, a great move. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Meanwhile, this they, is, this they is, are a win- technically, they are a winning baseball team. But this is what I'm getting at, is that you never, you literally, you never hear, yes, he doesn't get praised, but even the co- most hated coaches in a city still occasionally get praised. I, I don't hear praise from him ever. Like, I literally don't think there's a way back from where he is. Like, I don't see I don't them. think so either, just because it's so ingrained into we what we're thinking We could win the World already. Series, and I still don't think he He started would. off on the wrong yeah. foot, and then everyone ran with it. But I don't think... I can't, dude. I You're right. He doesn't get praise for, for a good move. He doesn't get praise. But, like... Do you really need to get praised? Like he, I'm not saying that, pinched. but we're talking about no, no, no. Whether about, like, I have a positive, like, like, I'm talking about like faith. Like this, the city just can't get behind the guy because he makes bonehead moves, dude. He'll pinch hit and he'll put Andrew Knapp in there when Jay Bruce is sitting on the bench. Like really, Re- do you really need to be a smart manager to be like, okay, Jay Bruce or Andrew Knapp here? Yeah, always, never Andrew Knapp. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> like seriously, you team, know what I mean? Yeah. Team motto and on, then this, I on see, the on the uh, poster for the team in the beginning of the season. Always never enter nap. <laughs> and then I see players like Gene Segura or Hernandez not mm-hmm. hustle, and I'm like, you know what? That's the manager's fault. Because yeah. the manager's the guy who's got to get in there and fire them up, and, and he sets the culture for the team. Yeah. And Kapler, I don't know what he's like behind scenes, mm-hmm. but you, you see him in his interviews. He's all lackadaisical making excuses yeah. for the players. No. And that's one thing. I, I I mean, that's his personality. That, that's the kind of person he is. He's very positive in nature. And he only, I mean, there, and to he's, a fault. It's, it could it's, be to a fault. Because it is to, a to, fault. to take someone else in an example, I mean, the Eagles coach, Doug Peterson's the same exact way, but we have seen him. We have seen him do things that he needs to do to be a manager. He's made the hard choices. He's got a little Cap- edge to him. Kapler doesn't. I've never seen Kapler. Kapler ha- makes the hard decisions, but they're always the fucking wrong hard decision. But dude, can you can you honestly say there's nothing funnier than when Gabe Kapler gets mad in a game? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help. It's he hilarious. fucking gets thrown. Actually, you- it does help because he gets thrown out. When he gets thrown out, when he's, when he's been thrown out, I have never laughed harder than the first time he got laughed out. Than he, the first time that he got ejected. 
Yeah, oh my god, yeah, it is pretty funny. Like, he was just up there like, what do I do now? He's just screaming at the umpire. Also, I've never done this but, before. But wait, wait, to go, to go back to that. I've never been mad. But to go, to go back to that. That is the only time that I've ever truly seen people praise him because this city likes when, when the guy who's the spearhead of the team has a little flame under his ass. And he... That was the only time where I've actually seen the fans get behind him a little bit and kind of go, all right, Gabe, this is what we want, this is what we need, and, like, that was... He's done it maybe, what, two or three more times, but, I mean, he, he's got a very... It's almost like he's doing it to meet, like, a quota. Like, he's like, all right, you know, it's been a little while, and I don't want the fans to turn on me too much, so I'll scream at the ump and call him a douchebag a couple times until I get kicked out of the game. We're already losing. <laughs> so. Well, I'm sure Gabriel Kapler knows what he's doing. I'm sorry. I well, had to call him that. <laughs> fans love passion, and that, and that's what uh, he's doing by See, arguing I do, with if, the umpire. If, I would, I would, the only way I would counter that, Joe, is if I wouldn't care if he didn't have passion like that if the team was actually, like, in first place and succeeding really well and he was just doing... Like, I wouldn't give a shit. But it's the fact that, like, they're in this position, he makes the bonehead mistakes, and sometimes it feels like he's almost too praise... He's not... Sometimes you gotta call your team out on bullshit. You gotta... You walk a fine line, but you gotta sometimes be like, dude, you're not playing up to snuff. Like, you're... You can't just be like, you know, there's all these times where... Uh, Reese hits the ball nice, and then I'm just like, well, I can't stand been, it. But he's been like, you know, there's sometimes you gotta, sometimes a player will appreciate a manager is just like, all right, I've been sucking, and most of these players take accountability for themselves. Would you rather have Gabe Kapler as emotional and like positive as he is, or should we try to find the Bill Belichick of baseball? <laughs> Bill Belichick of baseball. What the Bill Belichick? Yeah, the last seven. Yeah, but he'd, he'd just sit up there like, yeah, we didn't win. At least he's at least he's telling it like it is. Do you ever watch the post game <laughs> interviews? I don't give a shit. I, I want. I do. I mean, no, I, I mean, mean I mean they're fun. They're nice to watch, but I'd rather I would rather my coach be like, we hit the ball once. Right. If, like, I would like winning. him to say Reese looked real yeah. good out there tonight. Yeah. Gene should have hustled yeah. to first yeah. base, uh, you know, and give play him be accountable. Otherwise, yeah. he sounds like you're talking to a customer service robot at Comcast. <laughs> all right, that's what he sounds like. He's just robotic, says the same shit all the time, praising. Uh, there's nothing. All, he doesn't say anything well, edgy or same, realistic. I can't stand. It's the same thing that the Flyers do, where every single time they make a bonehead mistake or they fuck up, it's always we got to be better. We got to be better. It's that it's that type of mentality, but it's. I think we played pretty well tonight. Uh, there was a couple times where I feel like we could have been better. For the most part, I'm proud of the guys. I'm just like, no. Like, after 10, after, like, I, they I don't think they've lost 10 in a row. But after, like, what, three, four lost, losses after in a row. After this season. Yeah. Then you got to fucking, you got to be like, all right, dude, we got to do something different. And it's not all on him, but I, we there's there's a point where you're in crunch time now. If this is this is make it or break it, start, start being like, um, why aren't we winning? No. Win games I'm now. I'm not saying that, but just say <laughs> we need to be better and then tell me what you're going to do to be better. Be real. Yeah. Be a real human being, please. Yeah. People like, love that. Sean, like, be, like, all right, fuck you, Sean Rodriguez. You're not playing. Like, you're my buddy. But <laughs> you and Gabe Kapler going, fuck Sean Rodriguez. <laughs> there you go. And then we know we People win the win. would love him if he if, did that. If he came out in the press conference from tonight, if he just came out and said just... <laughs> Went right to the media. All right, no questions. 
fuck Sean Rodriguez <laughs> and walks off stage. Yeah, would that, the, do you think that would rekindle he'd be, some he would love? He would get the World Series trophy. It just magically appears. Then he we would, won the whole World Series. He would be the most hated coach to the second most loved coach in the city after Doug for that. <laughs> yeah, so that it was, it was, yeah, there was there one. <laughs> let me let me just get this straight. Fuck Sean Rodriguez. Like if he came out and just did that. That's not what I I'm asking for, but yeah. you know what I mean. I know. <laughs> I would never. I, I I honestly don't. Whatever, Sean. I don't care what you think about the freaking Philly fans. Doesn't matter. <laughs> That's okay. God right. damn it! You feel um, the, the Islanders scored this rookie game that matters so much. Where that's this is the make or break it moment of the season. Uh, it's three yeah. two now. Flyers. Uh, this guy's in that. I'd never heard of this guy. Ustamenko. Ustamenko. But Ustamenko. Anyway, uh, I believe we left off with that like lackluster game with the uh, Braves losing seven to two. Yesterday, the Phillies came out and they won. They had a slew of home runs. Uh, Corey Dickerson went yard twice. Scott Kingery had a uh, little league home run. That was great. Jetpacks. That was great. I mean, like it. I I understand why people would be frustrated because this team does like kind of do that like wishy washy thing where like yeah they'll suck for like three games and then the very next three games you're like wow this is a really good team it's, like wow it's mediocrity it's it's, it's mediocrity it's not mediocrity no, because it's the, it's, the, it's not mediocrity because they come out and look like world beaters and then the next week they look like they don't know what they're doing it's, it's not consistent mediocrity it's, it's not inconsistent. It's I mean, it is inconsistent, but <laughs> consistently it's mediocre. In, I wouldn't say it's mediocrity because they look so good in those. Like, it'd be one thing if they're winning like three to two. That would I can be considered to me. But mediocrity. I want them to fucking but pick a when side. The, when the Phillies win, they win. They get they crush. But the I ball. want them to pick a side. I'd rather them. All right, just give up or stop giving like, us hope. I, I, I can't, I can't call take it, this shit. I can't call it mediocrity. I mean, yeah, they've only been playing like average, like. I'm not saying average baseball, but win like when they win loss wise, they're playing averagely. But when they win games, they win games. But when they lose games, they lose those games. Like they get blown it's out. Super inconsistent, and it doesn't give you. A but gauge to me, that's not mediocrity. Mediocrity would be they score three runs every game. All right, you make three or two runs every game. Like when they win, they're scoring like five, six, seven runs. Last year's team was mediocre. Yeah, last year's team was extremely mediocre. I will give you that. But like this year, they're like, when they win, you're like, how is this team not as good as like some of the better teams in the NL? And that's where I think a lot of people are frustrated with Gabe Kapler because, like, yeah, you think that that kind of falls on the coach's job to keep that ball rolling and all that. And I. I agree. That's where Gabe kind of falls flat because he doesn't. He's not able to keep that locker room in that buzz of those wins. I mean, last year he had people playing Fortnite in between innings. Hey man. Hey San- Santana threw his chair at someone. Yeah, so. it should have been Kapler who yeah. did that. Uh, well, yeah. first off, it should have never happened in the first place. Yeah. I mean, anyway. I can understand if they have shit in the clubhouse. Like teams, I know plenty of like sports teams that do shit like that where like they have a little lounge room where like they go hang out that's but, terrible but also let's no, be real well, no, it was Jake Arrieta <laughs> no but also like teams I it was, no uh, but successful teams have shit like that it's just a matter of the fact that the team's bad and they're they should be there's there's a time and a place for it but the fact that the team was so wow man you should be out there supporting your teammates if you're not playing I mean in my opinion. Oh, it, I thought it was just a practice. Like I thought it was no, just like it was during pra- a game. Oh, no, then I. Oh, I. Oh, well, fuck that. Yeah. I thought like every team has like. Yeah. F- like There's no proof. Except for Santana throwing a, <laughs> <laughs> throwing a chair at the TV. That's a problem to me. Yeah. You know, like 
Well, he did fix that. They don't that. give a damn. He did, he did fix that. We will say he has, he has fixed do. that this the, season. The guys that are everyday players do give a damn. Yeah. It's like Nick Williams, the guy that comes up. And I think he really, really give a shit. I think he does, but he got screwed over. But Nick Williams is a whole different conversation. Yeah, he's a kid. He's a freaking child. The people who you can Pavetta. tell really care are, are uh, Hoskins, Harper, uh, Franco, I believe, actually cares a lot. Oh, yeah. And he does, Kingery. He just sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want him to be good, though. I yeah, want him to be everyone good. Everyone wants him to be good because he was talked up. He's like a great the next, guy. The next best third baseman in Philadelphia yeah, sports. And it's a shame. He has been the longest tenured third baseman in a while. So Yeah, he just hasn't but, um, lived up to it. No, it's just not, not a great spot to be in. Yeah. Anyhow, I believe I asked you guys a question over the weekend. Let's play a little GM here. You are just made the GM of the Philadelphia Phillies. What is the first move you make this offseason? Kill Sean. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> really? Burn him at the stake. Cliff Rodriguez. <laughs> um, Such a minor thing. All right. Or do you hire multiple Sean Rodriguez? <laughs> you got you to gotta lock up JT. Yep. Is that your, that's your first move? That's my move. Lock Why is that up. your first move? You got you need him. He's the best catcher in the game. He's having a great season right now. He's a good backbone in this lineup. I, I love JT. Uh, and what? Um, is, is he a free agent? Or is no, he he's got, not he's a free got agent. He's got another year on his contract, but everyone wants him to get signed okay, for so longer. because that I was that thinking because I was on that. I was like, thinking that. I mean, people kind of frame the Phillies' window to win as long as JT's here because, rightfully so, he's like in. Well, he's not going to win it, um, but he he's in the MVP the, conversation yeah. right now. He's really defensively, he's the best player in the game, and offensively, he's just jacked up and ready to go. Um, yeah, so oh, so you I do mean, that. That's a good deal. You got to find some. You got to find somebody to throw in this rotation, man. Yeah. I mean, you'll have Arietta, you'll have Vargas, and you'll have Nola. Mm-hmm. But you, you, like, really, this year was supposed to be Pavetta and Velasquez his big year, and they both fucked it up. Like, <laughs> they their, really fucked it's it their, up. It's their big ERA year. That's their. There you go. Oh, and also just to update you guys, the Phillies are now losing three nothing after a homer. Okay. Oh yeah, great. But um, um, Eric, what would your first move as the GM of the Philadelphia Phillies be? <sighs> See, I was actually, I agreed with Joey about the JT thing, but seeing as how he's not a free agent next season, I do think that kind of changes, like, is that my first move is to get him locked up? No, because it's not like, it's it's a necessity, but it's not, it's not like... An immediate. It's not immediate because you still have another season yeah. to deal with that, and I think he also realizes that, like, I'm not the most important thing at the moment, and we need to definitely... Go out and and look at the pitching and just yeah. fucking find someone who can give Nola some relief as another ace. You need another ace. Like, as, yeah, yeah. As the catcher, I'm pretty sure he'd be happier to be yeah, catching you, better pitchers. You need you need you yeah. Don't, yeah you don't you don't want you need like like I think if the way it sounds and the way it's been looking is Eflin Eflin could be a solid three four. As long as he as four or five four or five. All right, yeah. it's a pretty well, bad staff. But a four or five, like he's a solid, like he could be a good four. Yeah. So that's he could the, be a borderline four, good five. He's still only okay. twenty five too. But yeah. but that's the thing is like then all right then you so you have you have that you need to go out you need to get another you need to get at least one ace so 24. I would you go out. He's only twenty four. Oh excuse me. You go out and you get <laughs> you go out and you get an ace. 
and then you go and get at least like a solid to good third pitcher. And then yeah. your fourth, and your you could probably have Eflin be your four as long as he keeps going up. Vargas and you, could be your five for a year or two. Yeah, but that's the fifth guy anyway. It doesn't. Yeah. Really, hey, maybe you'll find a big JB out there. I was thinking about Joe Blanton the other day. Well, but no, but but the thing about Vargas is that if he he's he's a two, he's basically a two now. If he's Which a five, sad, if he's a five, sad. he's got more. He's got less. He's got less pressure basically. I guess. Yeah. And he probably will be able to. Probably be a, if, as long as it's a stronger staff. I, I mean, think he was a five on the bets, and he still wasn't having a great year. I mean, but he's a five. He needs a serviceable yeah. pitcher. You yeah. know, yeah. Uh, he's a five, a low end five, in my opinion. Well, think about it. You get four out of five. You keep Vargas as your five. You still, if you get, you, that's four chances to win, and he's surprised you every couple games. Yeah, but I'd, yeah, okay, I like it. So uh, I, I'll stick with that theme personally. My move as the Philadelphia Phillies GM. Would be going out and signing none other than Garrett Cole. Well, you're going to roll the dice on a big contract, huh? Oh, I'm not rolling the dice here. I know what he's going. He's okay. asking for, and they can afford it. Okay. They're, if if they want to win, they need to go over that salary cap or that salary uh, tax threshold. There, they need to go out and get him. And he's not the only one I'm bringing in. Oh, I'm bringing in the one, the only. Cole, Cole Hamels. Hamels. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yes. Cole Hamels. I love it. Yes. So to me, that fills out our rotation because I'm going to lay some truth on you. Okay. I think Zach Eflin comes in. He's our five guy. We somehow move Vargas, Smiley, all them in the offseason. Although I think Smiley's only on a one-year contract. I'm not sure. But anyway, we move those guys, and we bring up our boy, our born and raised, well, not born and raised, but our farm, our farm system treasure right now, uh, Spencer Howard. He's going to come up and be our four. Okay. Opening day? Maybe not. Maybe a little bit into the season, but. Down the line? Yeah. No, I think Spencer Howard's coming up, and that rotation to me looks fucking amazing. So run it through it. So run through it. Garrett Cole, our ace. Aaron Nola. I think takes a backseat to Garrett Cole because Garrett Cole's Garrett Cole. He's a strikeout machine. All right. I don't think he's a big takes, guy. So. But that takes the pressure off of Aaron Nola to be that n- number one guy. So Aaron Nola as our number two, which is a crazy thought considering he was a Cy Young candidate last year. Um, Cole Hamels. That's, that's an aging Cole. Obviously an aging Cole Hamels. Still had a great season, though. He's having a great season. Um but just that veteran guy, you that veteran lefty. The veteran lefty who's one in this city, right? Exactly. By the way, who who so. knows what it's like to be part of a winning franchise in Philadelphia? Um, That's almost like and too just good like to be a true. team leader. He's a very like calm guy. Good he, clubhouse guy. Very good. So can we finally guy. get rid of Rodriguez and Nap now <laughs> that we have Hamels? Yeah. <laughs> um, bring back Cole. In for an inning and he's half. our th- he's <laughs> our three. Maybe him and Spencer kind of duel out for that three spot, but Spencer Howard, the young promising pitcher who seems to just be getting better and better every time he comes out for Reading. Um, some people are wondering why he's not up here right now. Um, but uh, I think he needs some AAA seasoning just to uh, get his spices just right. <laughs> um, and End that out with Eflin, a guy you know is going to give you some strong innings. May not be your best guy, but um, 
if he doesn't have the pressure to be one of those top of the rotation guys, I think he kind of fills into that spot of I'm gonna I'm a placeholder, but I'm a good placeholder, you know. And I think that's a rotation that looks like a world beater right there. Some people are saying Steven Strasburg is also going to opt out of his contract with the Nationals, so there's also an option if Cole Hamels doesn't pan out. Because Cole Hamels is probably going to be looking for a good amount, but so is Strasburg. But Strasburg is also a lot younger than Cole is right now. Um, but could you imagine a top three, Garrett Cole, Aaron Ola, and Steven Strasburg? That's a big upgrade from this year's rotation. <laughs> I think Strasburg's kind of a stretch because I don't think they could afford both Cole and Strasburg. But upgrades, um, people, upgrades. Upgrades. <laughs> <laughs> but I could seriously see a starting rotation that does not include Jake Arrieta, Jason Vargas, Nick uh, Nick Pavetta, Pavetta, or Vince Velasquez, Jared Eikhoff, um, <laughs> Cole Irvin. Wait, Cole so Irvin. Then, then think about it. Then you go Garrett Cole, uh, Aaron Nola. And we'll say Strasburg. No, we're not going to go. Like that's right, a, that's right, a fever right, dream. All right, all right, that if right, that happens, right, we're right, going well, to the World Cole Series. Hamels, Cole, Cole Hamels, and then Zach Eflin, and then your fifth would be whoever the fuck you want. I just said Spencer Howard. Did you say you did? Yeah. All right. Well, I've been talking Spencer Howard. Did <laughs> you zoom out for a second? All right, fuck you then. <laughs> but, all, right. Uh, all right. Well, I like it. I like but it too. I just want. I'm. I'm just, just I'm imagine that we needed a good rookie rookie arm coming up. We needed a lefty. That's Cole. Hamels, not Garrett Cole. Um, and we needed Garrett Cole. And we needed a Garrett Cole. Yeah, so that's <laughs> all right. But I'm itching at the bit here, and we've been talking for an hour, and I, know, I want I some know. Flyers talk. We'll but... talk about some Flyers. You're not in season yet, buddy. Just get... Fuck you, we are. We're in season now. This is the most important game of the year. <laughs> Rookies. Yeah. This is the most important game of the year. No. So, but, far, okay. so far, it is the most important game. <laughs> so far, it's, it's the, the only, only game, game of the year. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll hand it over to Eric for some Flyers talk. <laughs> oh, baby. Um, but I do. I do. Go I, I, I do like your. I like your prediction though, and I think that's a good idea. I mean, I figured you'd probably be on the pitching train. Rip off ten fills. All right. Sorry. All right. So, as I said. The Flyers happen to be playing the New York Islanders tonight at the PPL Center, which is the uh, Lehigh Valley Phantoms arena. That's a great place. Yeah, Jim's actually I been to more Phantoms games than I've been the Flyers games in the past five years. But they're fucking amazing. The seats there. Yeah, no. Oh my god. But um, they're all padded. <laughs> great for your ass. It really but, is. Uh, really and they have spacious. It's very spacious. My spacious and ass. affordable. I sat in the box seat there. It's really nice. <laughs> That's great. But um, anyway, there's a club house seats. One, one or the other. Anyway, I'm a fan of the Phantoms. <laughs> I'm glad. Are what? you playing the Game Boy? So, all right. Well, fuck the Flyers then. Um, <laughs> You're on your phone. It's the same thing. I'm looking at the Phillies. <laughs> um, We're not talking Phillies. All right. I understand. Anyway. The so they're playing the fan or the the playing in the Phantoms Arena. Flyers are playing the Islanders. They're up four two at the end of the second. Uh, oh wait, hold on. I just want uh, one more tidbit. I'm sorry. Oh, I really God am damn sorry. it, Jim. All the right. Phillies are currently being no hit by uh, Dallas Keuchel. Oh shit. <laughs> so that's a big fuck you to Philadelphia Phillies. Anyway, all right. That's you're fine. you're you're back on Eric. I'll keep any updates though. All right, but um yeah so. Seeing 
seeing the boys in orange and black skating around again in legitimate competition is making me antsy. Um, camp starts Friday. Rookie camp started last week, and they've been uh, our top three prospects: Morgan Frost, Joel Farabee, and Isaac Radcliffe are all on a, have all been playing on a line, which is like literally word from SpongeBob going future. <laughs> Just like it's it's it. That's that's the first line of the Flyers' future right there. As long as all three of those guys pan out, and you know we don't end up moving one there, but I don't think we are because they're touted prospects. And one of those guys is going to be on a team this year. Um, but yeah, speak. But before you know, camp starts. We still have two issues that I think the Flyers need to take care of, which have been a consistent theme on this yeah. podcast. The signings of Provorov. Provorov and, and Konechny. Konechny. But we have a new chapter in the saga of the signing of Provorov and Travis Konechny <laughs> from yours, truly. A never-ending saga. Uh, we're hoping it ends, and this we're getting some positive direction that it will end within the next day or two. So Columbus Blue Jackets defenseman Zach Wierenski signed for a three-year... $15 million contract, which is ridiculous. Or no. Ridiculous. Yeah, no, it was $15 million. Never mind. Uh, Three-year, $15 million co- uh, dollar contract, which is a fucking steal for that team, and I don't know how they signed him because that team literally lost all of their players in the offseason, and they have cap space out of their ass, and that guy took a bridge deal, which he basically set the market. And when before that signing came out, there was a... There was rumors that the Flyers were working on a $6 million average deal with him. I think, no, they were working on a six-year deal. So, if honestly, I'll take a six by six. I'll do six six years, six million, 36 million in total. That's that's a good deal. I think that's, I think that's good. That's, I think that's where he's going to get. I th- think if he can get five, six times five. The Phillies are no longer being no hit. All right. Um... <laughs> Rock and roll until five in the morning. And then Konechny's also going for apparently three million deer, three three by three, so they're kind of close to what Wrensky. But um, they're going to get signed by Friday because I don't think that they want to sit out of camp. I don't think this. Fran- I don't think Chuck Fletcher wants them wants him out of camp at all. I think he wants this whole team ready to go, this new coaching staff, because I'm telling you that first three week time frame of the Flyers season is the most important opening se- opening to a season that we've had in the past probably because they always years. don't they always come out they come out slow and we've never fully been healthy like we are so they come out slow and then they end slow <laughs> no they come out slow and they play the last three months like it's the goddamn playoffs <clears throat> yeah I mean every day should be focused you can on the change now. the channel if no you no want no, to. no you're good <laughs> we're, we're good dual screens man we can't do that here. <laughs> Good point. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully this saga is going to end. There's, it's definitely a lot more positive news coming out. I mean, positivity is always good. Well, it's just it's been consistent. Like, we'll get to it. <laughs> like, and now it's finally like, now nah, it sounds like they're going to sign. They and better because I, like, I mean, the domino effect, and it's camp starting. Like, you know, yeah. I bet you tomorrow there's a mass. Like, there's probably going to be mass signings because there's the. Everybody's camp starting this week, so yeah. So I, yeah, I I really hope they they do sign because I know it would put you at ease and yeah. My be asshole's been excited. clenched this entire summer because I'm just sitting here like I can't stand it. Um, um, but I think they'll honestly by tomorrow because you want to be signed tomorrow. and ready to go for camp because tomorrow's Thursday, tomorrow's right? Thursday. Yeah, yes, th- camp Thursday. 
the camp starts tomorrow? No, camp starts the 13th. So the 13th. Friday 13th. Friday the 13th. Hopefully it's lucky this year. But I um, actually I actually have a very good history with Friday the 13th. I, I usually have pretty good days. <laughs> I don't want to die. So. so so next week we'll just be like, Jim Coleman is not here tonight as he jinxed himself for this for last week's Friday the 13th, and he's stuck in a basement. <laughs> Oh, I don't want you to die. You just get like kidnapped and just, yeah, held just hostage for the day. You just be stuck. Like Gabe Kapler and Sean Rodriguez no for you shitting on them the best. Well, Gabe smashes creatine down his throat and Sean Rodriguez plays. <laughs> yeah, Sean Rodriguez boos in your face the entire a, time. Or he tries to be a therapist. Cap- Kapler <laughs> tries to oil up your back. The Phillies have two hits. That doesn't now. sound like a bad. That doesn't sound as bad as what I was saying, but. What capital rubbing oil on your body? <laughs> it's not like the worst. It's not like the. It's not like a. Come on, we're gonna do some for whatever, squats. For whatever reason, I just had a vision of Gabe Kapler dumping uh, <laughs> body oil and creatine just all over his, all over himself. I love the way it simmers. <laughs> the but, sweat beads on their faces. But, um. So. Give me one second. One. Doop, dop, doop, da, da, doop. Um, But basically, hockey's back, baby. I'm it's, excited. It's, 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 I'm excited. I will be paying attention to the Flyers this year. Uh, trust me. I think their first preseason game is the 16th, so that's next Monday, right? Yeah, it's Monday. Yeah. So they start Monday. Um, How many preseason games do they play? Like five. Five or six. Are they all on TV? No, nah, they'll probably be like two or three on TV, and the rest aren't. Or probably get them online, but mm. but I, and then uh, yeah, all the most of the I think today was the first day where everybody um, like is back in the Philly area on the team minus Konechny and Provorov. Obviously, we're not on the ice today skating, but Drew. They got you know a couple screenshots. Drew on the ice. Uh, apparently, he's super. Is Drew at the Rookie game just loaded in the stands. Like that motherfucker. <laughs> him, him and Gritty are just tossing out T-shirts and shit. <laughs> and Jeru's throwing it at people's faces. He's got it like his kid on his head in some kind of <laughs> contraption. Now he's shooting the baby out of the T-shirt. <laughs> 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 he's like, you don't fi- catch my kid. Your season tickets. This are is the Philly baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the Philly baby. <laughs> The Phillies also just scored, so it's cool. Thanks, Owen. Thanks. Uh, shout out to Scott Kingery. No home run, but he had a single, and Bryce Harper scored. <coughs> I Eric, just, tell me what's going on with the Flyers. No, I'm just I'm going through. I, I have a bunch of like just news-related things for the Flyers. With um, I just realized something. This is the first season in five years where we're not starting a Flyer season with Andrew McDonald on the defensive core. Fuck that guy. Is that the guy you used to, you, I went to the game with you? Not Was it last year or the him? year before that? I hate him. I mean, way. I don't know. He's probably a nice guy, but you know how I feel about nice guys. But um, <laughs> He's a good clubhouse guy. Fuck him. <laughs> I don't care. But. Tell me about that scoreboard. We already talked know. about it. Honestly, honestly, the what I'm thinking about it, the more I realize the worse I'm still at a fucking crossroads with the Flyers. There's not a lot. There's still not. Come on, man. Play. Let's get some analysis on the rookie game. I mean, it's looked good. Like, I've been paying, you know, uh, the top line has basically been 
the I think all four had something to do with all four of the goals. Hmm. Oh, no, no, there's a guy. So there's a guy on the team, Ger- Herman. Not Herman. Herman. <laughs> uh, German Rubstav or something. Herman. That's how you pronounce that thing. Sorry if I mispronounced that. It's probably But he Herman. was on the team last year. He made it out of camp. He was. He's one of those hopeful prospects, but then he got hurt. And a lot of people are pulling for him to make the team this year. Mm-hmm. I personally think between that top line, it's like that top line and then him to make the team out of camp only because I think he does have a little bit of more of a chance with experience-wise because he was playing well up until he got hurt last year. And, I, I you know, you want the prospects to – you want – it sucks because we have so many of these touted prospects that you want them all to succeed and be on the team, but you're also just like, fuck, we're going to have to get rid of someone eventually. Like, it's I – mean, That's a good problem to have, especially, like, if it problem. comes down to needs you need later, you can use those guys as trade I know, and, and I think like that, that – well, like, I've been preaching that this is the most complete team that the Flyers have in well, terms yeah, but of you everything. can't foresee injuries and no, stuff No, no, like no, no, but that's the thing is, like, I'm saying that you have these prospects, too, that, like, you could pull them up and fill them in holes and they probably will be able to succeed. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this Isaac Radcliffe guy that we were talking about, your your boy Harry Potter. Radcliffe. <laughs> but uh, he um, he's looked good. He's supposed to be the next like Wayne Simmons esque physical presence in front of the net. Get a lot of of those gritty goals. Yes, unintended, but also that's just, should, it's a hockey term. Should I get his jersey? Isaac Radcliffe. Yeah. I would wait until mid season. Is he gonna be on the team? No, it, the problem is, is like he's good enough to be on the team, I think now. But also, you have Farabee, who's like supposedly just in another world right now in terms of just skill level. Okay. And then Morgan Frost is supposed to be this like Drew-esque player. Grux. So like you have all these, and then this, there's like I don't know who's going to be on the team until I will not have a good gauge on who's going to be on from the rookies who's going to end up on the team until like the third week. Of yeah. preseason when like they start weaving out all the guys because the first like two preseason games are like Voracek, Van Riemsdyk, Gossesbeer, and then a bunch of fucking nobodies who then like the next game they'll weave out most of the people who sucked and then it'll be more so like they'll start you'll, it's like kind of cool in preseason like hockey I'll admit hockey's my favorite sport and hockey preseason sucks balls <laughs> do they play will they play all the players all the time like, no no uh, the first game, usually the first or the second game, they'll do like a split game where they'll have like two ongoing games at the same time, usually against the same team. One will be home, one will be away, uh, and you'll have like uh, Giroux and Boracek and other people will be in like at the Wells Fargo Center, and you'll have like Van Riemsdyk, Couturier, Nolan Patrick, or at the other game, and it'll be and then you'll have a bunch of like rookies. So it'll be like dual squad games going on, kind of like how baseball does yeah. like, double games, but it, they'll be going on at the same time. But um. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because this is the first preseason too, where like no one really knows what's gonna happen. Like no one no no one can gauge. Like it's almost like it's uncertainty. But I I don't hear as much negative uncertainty from fans of recent years, only because realistically people can't pinpoint. Like we don't know. Like which is good because I'm glad. We, I'm rather we don't know than like fuck. We have Dave Haxtell's smug face after. Yeah. Well, that's good, but like at the same time, you don't want to get in like the middle of the season and be like, "Well, this sucks." <laughs> well, no, no, no. I by like uh, in terms of like we don't know, we'll know early on. You will know how this team will be performing probably early on. You'll be able to gauge it. Yes, there's there's always like a season can switch halfway through, but like um, this season, the team's gonna have to come out as strong as ever, or else you're gonna lose this fan base immediately. 
we, cause we I'll did, be the first one of the boo birds. You don't count. But <laughs> <laughs> you'll know. Trust me. You'll know how I feel early on because I will. I'm you. I probably one of the only people you know who's just been praising these moves, praising the team. I'm living and dying by my sword because there's this could bite my ass or this could be I could I could tell everyone to go suck it because but we're I don't know I I'm just I'm optimistic but I'm equally as like ready if the team doesn't come out strong but also I'm not like saying I think that anything's gonna happen but you never know like preseason something freaky could happen somebody could get hurt someone could have I don't think that'll happen but. But this Not team, I mean, this team, that's another, the Flyers are another team who, like, have just gone through so many consistent, like, injury-ridden seasons and people getting hurt and shit ha- hands getting dealt to them that I I don't, I, I think eventually your luck has to turn. Like, you can't, There, it's like, if it, if it literally were to go the same way that we thought it went. Yeah. We're fucked forever, because there's just, it's been like three or four years of the same shit and you like to think that like the fly eventually something the flyers do will take hold and they i mean they have they made a lot of changes right so every one of their coaches are like highly touted nhl coaches that have respectable records their main coach every single first season that he's started on a team he's went to the stanley cup final so it's a good sign wow but also the their assistant has he won any stanley cup finals yeah but did charlie win anything before he won here like that's like Charlie wasn't a head coach before he was here. But also the Capitals coach, uh, he he went to Stanley Cup two or three times before that. It just takes one time. It just takes your team, your luck. To, you got to get the right fit. And I want to win now, damn it. Well, I'm saying wow, like, you this, are. Could, this could be. You're just becoming a, a, a serious Flyers fan. You're already like, I want to win right now. Yeah, well, I'm... <laughs> High expectations. Well, I, don't like, I don't like losing. So. Well, but I'm, <laughs> but I think also their so their head coach is has has a respectable record. Their um, their one assistant coach won as an assistant coach with the Penguins the first year they won. So that'll mm. be pretty funny if like we can do that too. And then their other coach is like this nasty French Canadian man who's just like, you don't play right. I, that's Russian, so that's that's a bad accent. You don't play right. That's Russian again. Is it? You don't play right. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> All right, that Canadian. <laughs> In uh, what was that? You what, don't play right, don't you know? What was that's fucking Minnesota? But what was the what was the what was the wait? What was the town that I was talking about earlier in the episode? It was uh, or the country? Uzbekistan. <laughs> you sound like an Uzbekistanian. <laughs> anyway, okay. um, yeah. So the the coaches are. Like a fucking stepping, like just, it's like an escalator stepping stone. <laughs> fucking like we're we're way above where we've been. There we have a goalie. Like we legitimately have a goalie. Going I might get season. a jersey of uh, Carter Hart. I love like he's he's great. Like he could have he could regress this season only because it's his sophomore year. But oh. I I don't think he's gonna. I think he's gonna. Sophomore be. slump is bullshit. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> um, you heard it here first. You're either good or you're not. <laughs> 
Step up and play. Damn Shut it. the fuck up. <laughs> play a sport. Unless it's Kapler, then let him talk shit. Yeah, he's like, ah, he's, <laughs> he's just in his sophomore slump right now. Uh, I really think that he could really uh, add, be an addition later on next year. Uh, we're, we're, we're really planning for next year. Uh, oh, hold on. i got to go snort some uh, workout juice. I think, I think we literally, I think in the course of this episode, we've went from Jim going, yeah, Kapler's all right, to fuck you, Kapler. Like no, I, I don't hate Kapler. I, I really yeah. don't. I, Segura didn't shave his legs before he played, so he's not as aerodynamic. He didn't yeah. run all the way fa- as fast uh, as he could the first base. I, so. I got to hook him up with my uh, the guy that, that waxes me. <laughs> I'll wax him later. <laughs> I'll do it myself. It re- he, re- he really kind of accents your veins and makes them <laughs> pop a little bit. Um, but basically... I don't think anyone's really going hard enough, but, you know, I, that's, that's, that's okay. And there we go. There's a, uh, there's a flyer's key to success. <laughs> wax your legs. But... <laughs> <laughs> Never, never underestimate a good wax. You game. sound like the guy from Napoleon Dynamite, fucking uh, uh, Ty- the Taekwondo guy, Rex Kwando, where he's like Rex Kwando. Well, Gabe Kapler has that like California. Well, he's got like boy. that. He's got that like. I want you to hit me. Uh, not really. And he's like, he's like, I want you to hit me really hard and let's go, man. Yeah, yeah he's like, hit me hard, but not too hard because, like, I'm going to be able to get pump later. I'm going to go do weird push ups at third base. Yeah. I'm going to go do squats in front of Reese. <laughs> I really hope Reese appreciates me because I appreciate him. All right. To, uh, I just want to be loved. Is that okay? I just want to be called the king. All right, back to what the fuck was I even talking about with the flyers? Sorry, sorry. No, I just forget because you got You mean you weren't talking about? about baby oil <laughs> you know there was that one season where drew came out a lot shinier than he did in a couple seasons and he was better so maybe it's it was maybe, a sheen to him yeah he was this pale canadian french canadian man with just this oh, that's what we were talking about french canadians <laughs> oh um god but they're like and really going off the rails here don't but they're like they picked um they picked up a bunch of veteran presence on their D-line, and that's going to improve a lot because it's going to help slow down the younger players in terms of, like, all right, the, if they make a mistake, you'll have someone who's been through the shit. And the one guy that we're not giving enough credit that we got was Matt Niskanen, who was a former Washington Capital, won the Cup with them. He's seen what – he's been in the division. He's seen what it takes. And I think having a good locker room guy, but he's also good. Like he's, yeah, he's a nice guy. But, yeah, uh, fuck him. <laughs> but I didn't say he's nice. I just said he's good. I think he's a solid defenseman. He's a little bit older, but he's he's still got it. He's still got some mileage on him. Um, and I'll go back the fucking Kevin Hayes signing. We overpaid for the guy, but he's an immediate improvement over the second line center last year because I don't think Nolan Patrick's ready to be a second line center. So. Nolan Patrick on a third line, Kevin Hayes on a second, Gatorian on a first, and you got Scott Lawton on your fourth line. Dude, that's depth right there. Like that's and Morgan Frost is apparently he's a center, but I think he's gonna start on the wing. Like you got fucking like we're I I genuinely think people aren't considering that this is the most different this team's been in the past than in the past ten years. So I mean, for just I'm ready. And I think I think people need to just realize that. That. Eric's ready, and that no, that it's the first. That it's this is the most different in terms of off season we've had. This is 
it's a positive offseason, and I, we're not getting the type of respect that other teams are, and I don't think people are. Sometimes you want that, though. Like, no, I don't want. I don't want them to say there's too much expectation because that's the thing is like there's not an expectation there's for no the Flyers. Expectation, anything can, it can go either way. That's either the thing, and like I'm glad that there or... isn't. But I also there's a there's almost like a, too little of an expectation that I the fact that like we weren't even that bad last season. Like a lot of things didn't go our way. It was more so the first half of the season was such a shitty beginning of the season with, um... I'm sorry. With Dave Haxtell. <laughs> what? John Kruk is wearing a Bryce Harper headband. Oh. <laughs> he, I love Kruk so much. Kruk is great. He is great. Sorry. sorry. It, no, it's okay. Do you I, like Kruk, too? I like I Kruk, crew, not Gabe. Crew Harper. But, uh, the... Um, Hey, you know what? I thought uh, the headband on <laughs> John Crock looked fantastic this evening. I just want to point that out before we start this. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, and I'm just. I, uh, did, did you see the way he ate those hot dogs? It was <laughs> John Crock looks succulent this evening. There's Jesus Christ. There's um. There's almost too little of an expectation now. Like you want a little bit, you want you don't want your team to be too disrespectful, but that works for the Eagles. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I think that I I'm just I'm ready, and we we don't have to wait too long because the season's about to start. I'm excited for it. But, <laughs> Why are we laughing? Because you're thinking about Gabe's <laughs> succulent hot dog eating or whatever the fuck. You're John Crock, get it trying to be right. quiet. <laughs> no, because Gabe's like. Well, hey guys, I think we played real well tonight, but uh, dude, did you see the way John ate those hot dogs off of the fucking stands? Holy shit. Like, oh man, I couldn't imagine eating that many hot dogs or else my, uh, my that, gut would be uh, too big. That, hey, that, does anybody want to wrestle? That wouldn't go according to my diet Who wants program. To wrestle? So. I just got new baby oil. <laughs> That wouldn't go according to my diet program, so I'd have to cut him for that. That would be yeah. Uh, he, you know, I don't, I don't think his, uh, I, I don't think his, I, I, I need my waistlines to be uh, quite thin like this. He would be like, oh, yeah. uh, but uh, Reese is looking good tonight. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I meant uh, yeah, definitely talking about the game, not him. Actually. All right. Um, Did you see the way? Uh, <laughs> This is horrible. <laughs> all right, this is all right. Did you see the way Internet just stood there in the box and did nothing? Was, <laughs> on the offhand, that like fucking Gabe Kapler or someone were to come across this podcast and like the in a fluke just hear this, he'd be like, all "I right. think he'd be flattered." To be honest with you, I'm he'd, be like, he'd be like, "Did you see the way those guys impersonated me? See, someone likes me." <laughs> and he'd be like, "All right, guys, so let's go do a couple. Let's go do a couple curls, grease up the buys." Yo, Sean, get over here and grease my thighs up, bitch. <laughs> Don't spot me. See, see someone's talking about me out there in a some semi-positive manner, and I'm happy about that. All right, we we got to we're we're fucking delirious. We got to stop. <laughs> All right, um, you guys got any closing statements besides Gabe's fucking well? This podcast. Well, <laughs> Phillies are in currently a situation where bases are loaded for Bryce Harper, and that's cool. All right, why don't we why don't we wait it out until after what happens here, and we'll we'll get a nice little. All right, we'll get a pause in the action, and we'll come back and tell you what happens. Yeah, he grounded into a double play. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens when we fucking put the game on? Nothing, nothing happens. It always goes. Oh, oh, oh. 
No, he grounded those. Love the way. effort, though. All right, yeah. Well, did you he, see the way he ran out that ground ball? Did you see the, the way his hair fish? flapped? Holy <laughs> shit. See, see someone <laughs> hustles. See, people hustle on my team. Just yeah. Bryce. Took a note, Gene. Scott. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you don't Gene. even gave me go benching all the time while running down Broad Street. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm too good for that. Um, all right, we've officially beat this into the ground. Yeah, this joke's not funny anymore. <laughs> any, do you funny. guys actually have any closing thoughts? Do you Anything you guys want to talk about real quick? Uh, I, I, the only thing I want to say is go Phillies. Let's yeah. try to uh, not be in win the same, some games yeah, Let's try to just next. not be in the same position we are in last week. Let's get a little bit more of a sense of where we're going here. I, I'm tired of this whole clench feeling that I got where Jim comes in and goes, it's been a rocky week for the Phillies. I'm like, well, it's been like the last month and a half of the Philly season. Where are they? Yeah. Moving? I have not had a positive podcast. <laughs> Come on, boys. Like, Let's rip off five in a row here. Please, give me something to cheer about. Something. I mean, can you believe it? They haven't won more than four all year. That is ridiculous. Today. I can believe it because it's happened. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but they play 162 games. You know, that's crazy. It's okay. Stranger things have happened in the game of baseball. Yeah. At least we're not losing more than five games in a row. <laughs> We've done that before, but at least it's not a consistent <laughs> thing. All right. Um, give you that one. That's all I got for the for any kind of final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, uh, Flyers camp was starting Friday. Well, I mean, we have. Sh- I had thought I had shit to talk about tonight, and we're at like the last possible minute where next week there's going to be legitimate team building. Starting, we'll get some more. We'll get another look at the coaching staff actually doing some coaching. Um, and yeah, the rookie game's tied four four right now. I mean, I was I was kidding in case anyone didn't know. It's most irrelevant fucking game in the world. But it's just nice to see hockey again, and it's nice to see some of these guys who've been touted for the past fucking three years actually looking legit. But yeah, so Flyers next week, uh, first preseason game and. We're going to be able to talk about it. The first, Oh, shit. We're going to be able to talk about the first preseason game. Hey. All right. There fire. you go. No excuses for you next week. I can't watch it. I got a wait date with a fucking game. <laughs> all right. But, uh, any, all right. If uh, you got nothing, Joe, then. Just I want the Phillies to win five in a row. All right. If not, I'm out. Go Phils. <laughs> go Flyers. Hold up, we're not done talking. We gotta, we gotta do the. Uh, oh, we gotta do the thing that doesn't help us every week. Um, <laughs> Make sure you uh, rate and review the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, I don't know if Google does. No, that. we got it's Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Google we pod, got Google Podcasts. We podcast. got Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Castbox. Spotify. iHeartRadio and Spreaker. Spreaker is the most important here because that's our that's our that's our home body. That's there. our distributing. Yeah. Um, website so fucking use Spreaker but also I guess use whatever you want (laughs) (laughs) Uh, give us a shout out on Twitter you can follow me at uh, at I forget what my Jimbo (laughs) Coleman you could also follow the podcast at Stick Energy capital S capital E and you could also follow me because Jim wasn't going to say anything at Eric underscore Freyer 11 I talk about Flyers Eagles Sports in general and movies. So if you're into that shit, follow me. If you're not, go fuck yourself. I'm just kidding. No, it's just um, what's wrong with you? 
Yeah, well, just, you know, give me a follow if you want. I won't take it personally. I do yeah. appreciate the occasional follow, though. And uh, Joey doesn't have a Twitter. No. Add me on Xbox, Janier139. <laughs> start getting follows. Let's on play some Gears stuff. 5. You start getting Xbox friends. It's like, where the fuck are these people coming from? You're just like, oh, shit, we got a hey, heavy. Hey, listen to your podcast. We got, a heavy, we got a heavy fan base of Xbox fans. Get, you, you turn on the mic, it's like, uh, I don't know, Big Squat 69. Hey, it's Gabe. No, <laughs> 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 it'll just be Cap. <laughs> hey, I, uh, hey, I heard you got that new. See, someone calls me Cap. I heard you got that new Gears game, dude. You, uh, I'm actually featured in the game. Uh, <laughs> that would be sick. Can you imagine Gre- you play Gears game? game. <laughs> Greased up game 69. That's his gamer tag. I really appreciate how he chainsawed that guy. <laughs> hey, guys. I just need to go into game chat. I really appreciate how you just chainsawed the fuck out of me. It's really great. Your chainsaw looks great. The blood. The, the, he's like the technique Andrew, he had while doing it was absolutely flawless. He's like fucking flawless. Andrew Luck. But like, what? Like where like the Andrew Luck like praises praises getting hit and stuff. Oh, but he's yeah. like, yo, dude, nice base run. You really got to the first <laughs> nice base, base run. You, got, dude, you might be out, but I love the way you stepped on the base. Great job. All right, get the dugout, bitch. All right, before we go on for another half hour. All right, yeah, we gotta stop. Yeah, um, just, probably. just make sure you rate and review the pod. That helps us get Share it around. Uh, we're, we're we're actually uh, we're, I'm noticing that. Uh, our downloads and plays are uh, rising up a little bit, so... Thank you to those that are listening. Yeah, and uh, keep on We sharing. love you, uh, Big Stick Energy Nation. And, uh... Pretty good. Go wow. birds this week! <laughs> yeah. Your, my birds, not your birds, right? Oh, yeah, shit. We, uh... We're playing... <laughs> you know what? I'm also salty, because I said, happy, uh, good luck to your birds, and you didn't respond. So. I was upset during the game, so... Eagles, <laughs> before right, the Eagles game. and Falcons are playing each other Sunday, so next week's not only our 10th episode... Big milestone, hey. big milestone. But also, it's going to be the first episode after Jim and Jim's football team and Joey and I's football team play each other Sunday. And I'm sure whoever wins that will have a nice little, uh, nice little jab. But it's going to be. No, I'll be humble. I'll be humble. Yeah, because you're going to get your ass kicked. So you can't you can't be not humble if you're fucking you lose 87 to nothing. But that's right, okay. whatever. All right. Uh, anyway. I would reiterate, thank you to those that are listening. Yeah, uh, uh, we appreciate it. Spread we the you. word. Spread the word. Let your peeps know. And if you want to follow our Patreon, please do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, follow our Patreon. Yeah, we're still... Big we're Stick still, Energy Podcast. We're working on it still. We're still figuring the ins and outs of it, but hopefully we'll, we'll get we'll get there. I mean, we, don't have we just more. don't have any merchandise because there's no followers. Yeah, so we can't really merchandise. If you want Big Stick Energy merchandise, go follow us on Patreon. But... Alright, I think that's it for episode 9 of Big Stick Energy. I'm Eric. I'm Jim. I'm Joe. And uh, take care, everyone. And let's go, Phils. Let's go, Flyers. And let's go, Eagles. Let's go, Falcons. Oh, fuck you. We'll talk at you <laughs> next week, guys. Alright, see you Peace. later.